a creature that gestates inside a living human host. Yes. These are your words. And has concentrated acid for blood. That's right. Look, I can see where this is going. But I'm telling you that those things exist. Thank you, Officer Ripley. That will be all. Please, you're not listening to me. Kane, the crew member. Kane, who went into that ship, said he saw thousands of eggs there. Thousands. Thank you. That will be all. God damn it! That's not all. Because if one of those things gets down here, then that will be all. Then all this, this bullshit that you think is so important, you can just kiss all that goodbye. I don't believe this. You guys throw me at the wolves, and now you want me to go back out there? Just one of those things managed to wipe out my entire crew in less than 24 hours. And if the colonists have found that ship, then there's no telling how many of them have been exposed. Do you understand? I'm gonna fall back. You're cut off! Do something! I say we take off and nuke the entire site for Morbid. It's the only way to be sure. Did you ever have a baby? Yes, I did. I had a little girl. Where is she? She's gone. Yeah. I press this up. That's right. I get another one in quick. Slap it in hard. Right. Are you ready to rock and roll? What's this? Uh, that's a grenade launcher. I don't think you want to mess with that. You started this. Show me everything. I can handle myself. Yeah, I noticed. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Long Overdue, episode 13, Characters of Aliens, part two, where we're talking the wonderful Ellen Ripley. How's everyone doing? I'm great, man. Doing really good. Great. Good to have you back on the recording, Mike. <laughs> Thank you, guys. It's good to be back. Yes. This was this was an episode. There was no way I was missing. <laughs> I, Not I, a chance. <laughs> I had a feeling. <laughs> I know an episode about Ripley is uh, pretty commonplace, but hey, we're talking on the 35th anniversary. And like you said, Ryan, some people deserve their own episode. <laughs> so, yeah. Here we are. I think she's overrated, but what? No, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> All right. That's an <laughs> yeah, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I'm, done. I'm, done out. I'm out of here. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> nice knowing you, Ryan. I'm going to you on all social media. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, I guess we'll start with the most basic of uh, questions. What? I guess we'll have to uh, keep it on aliens because we took about Ripley and Alien also forever, but. um. What is it about Ripley and Aliens that really elevated her above everything else? I'll let Michael go since he hasn't been on for a while. I'd like to hear his thoughts. Uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a really it's a crazy thing um, for me. It's it's a very weird subject because uh, we get this all the time. I mean, you you could uh, you know throw a dart in the middle of it and you're going to end up finding some statement online that's going to be uh, like, oh, we need Ellen Ripley back or we need somebody in her form. And I, I think that's kind of a that's a very good nod to her in the fact of how um, how hard home she hit. Um, I know in my for instance, myself, uh, I saw aliens um, at a very uh, young age. And I actually saw aliens first before aliens. So 
for me, I, my first uh, image in my brain is of uh, Ripley from Aliens, where she was the, the, the lead figure, the, the, you know, the super tough, uh, but also like the mother figure. Um, and I don't know, I, I, I try to tell people all the time, and we talked about this on a couple different times, just, you know, on us and, and talking behind the scenes. But for me, um, she is my, probably my favorite female character um, of all time. Um, I just, I latched onto her at a young age. Um, and basically, then I saw Alien, and then I saw, you know, Alien 3 and, 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 and so on and so on. But Ripley's character to me was the first real, the the hard, um, bad female figure uh, at that time. You know, we had, you know, of course you had Terminator. Uh, we hadn't had Terminator 2 yet with, with Sarah, uh, Sarah Connor, who would, would go on to be the same way. But um, something about uh, Ripley, and like I said, seeing her when I was, I was young, I was just engrossed with her. And I, I think that may be the reason that I watched Aliens over and over and over because you know just felt a very strong um pull to her character um all the stuff that she had been through and the fact of um you know just how she was portrayed i i don't know it's, it's a very hard thing to say of you know to figure out why exactly i like her as a character i just think she stayed the test of time because she was the first sort of heroine um you know female um character that people could get behind because you figure in the 80s it was just so over um so much masculine because it was you know you know you had Arnold Schwarzenegger and you had Sylvester mm -hmm. Stallone you had uh Jean-Claude Van Damme and you had like just these characters that was all like testosterone and muscle and your leading male and then all of a sudden she came through real silently and then just exploded mm -hmm. um and I just I think uh, for me, like I said, I just it happened to be one of those movies that I caught as a young age and and, um, you know, jumped on and her character, just something inside just kind of hit with me. And, you know, like I said, she is, you know, the be all of all in my mind when it comes to a female character. I just there, I, mm -hmm. I don't have anybody else to compare her to. So um, I don't know. I got talking. I guess all I could say is just. <laughs> I latched on her and, and um, I think she's a, a great character that stood the test of time. And, you know, there's a, there's a lot more, but like I said, that's for me, that was just instant attachment. So that's yeah. what I got. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people are on board with you on that. Even though there's a lot of uh, famous actresses that have been in action roles uh, since aliens and a lot of them credit, Sigourney Weaver and Ellen Ripley to be in a, a huge influence on them. And she really has to the test of time. And I think, you know, 50 years from now, people will still be saying, yeah, Ellen Ripley is like the lead female heroine that uh, when you think about the greatest ones in film history and Sigourney Weaver's performance as Ellen Ripley just being superb and, yeah, so I, I'm I'm the same as you, Michael. I saw Aliens before Alien, and so I didn't know uh, I didn't know about the basically what happened the the horror and everything she went through in the first movie when I saw Aliens. I knew obviously she had you know as you see in the beginning of the movie she obviously has like PTSD and she's really struggling with what she went through. But I think just uh, just watching her 
like take over and take, you know, basically take charge, you know, when, when Gorman kind of froze up, you know, Ripley comes in, she's like, we got to rescue these guys out of here. And then she's kind of taking charge of this whole, whole mission. And she's just shows so much strength and care in her character after having gone through uh, what she went through. And then, you know, it was just so like inspiring to see that it's just such a universal and timeless thing to, uh, to see the protagonist um, kind of get put through these ordeals and to be just put through the ringer basically. And she kind of comes and she comes through at the end and uh, it's just so it just, it's such an amazing journey to see her character. And then once I saw alien, I saw the, why, you know, uh, why she was the the way she was at the beginning of Aliens and seeing that she was in the first movie she wasn't as much of a heroine as she was just a survivor she just um, uh, she just made it through at the very end she's uh, basically the hero of that of that story but she mainly um, just was fortunate to be the last one left basically um, in Aliens it was really she she took over and it was just uh, it's awesome to see that. It was great to have that, to have a female heroine like that. Like you said, Michael in the eighties, it was a lot of, you know, big, big, very masculine action heroes like Schwarzenegger, Stallone, uh, Van Damme, you know, it's just, you know, very, you know, those were the kind of really where the focus was, but having, you know, Ellen Ripley, uh, you know, be, being right up there with them, if not even even more important for you know cinema history um, to be in one of the elite action heroes ever, I just think that that really says a lot about how great the character was written and how well Sigourney Weaver played the part. So yeah, that's kind of those are my thoughts on it. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, yeah well said. I'm a friend of my friend Paul. He always puts my chops when I. Uh criticize or complain about heroines these days like dave not everyone could be ripley and i know he's half joking but it's also true and you know what uh just what makes her special is the i mean you guys said it too she's just just defies all logic from the the 80s just first in the an alien a female you know hero last survivor was completely unexpected and then in the 80s it was you know you just didn't see it Mm -hmm. and the fact that she still holds up and even in the today's age where you know all the um gender flipping and the big push ripley still stands out Mm -hmm. and there's they've still tried to copy her in their hell in the alien franchise and that hasn't really worked because they're trying right, to yeah. copy something that was done before, you know, to they've been some great female leads with mixed results, depending upon mm-hmm. how you feel. But her journey hasn't been matched in the franchise or even in very few uh, movies these days. Mm-hmm. She was just a badass who yeah. happened to be female. That was it. It wasn't. Right. Yeah, I think that I think, too, though, I mean. I think a lot of that falls on the fact of too is, is like Ryan said too, it's, it's Sigourney Weaver and just the fact of yeah. 
of of how uh, wide of a variety of a uh, you know an actress she is. I mean, you know, yep. if you look at some of the movies she's played in, like you would never expect her to be that. Especially the fact that Alien, I mean, she was like the the weak, just trying to survive, and then she comes yep. back in this movie, and she's just a total opposite character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she didn't just the the caliber of her performances. I mean, even the first three movies and even resurrection is just you know you don't see it often enough these days in the in the in the genre where it's done in such a organic manner mm-hmm. and it's you know no one complained oh, oh it's a female if you're so badass everyone's like holy shit <laughs> i mean and she's believable uh, the writing she's written amazingly mm-hmm. um it's just really that complete the complete package. I mean, I mean, hell, they they can't even write uh, male leads that great these days either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of cool too if you think about it. I mean, you figure if you look at uh, Sarah Connor, um, and I know I keep bringing her back, but she's really those two at that time were just yep. the ones. But if you look at her yep. and you look at Ripley's character, and they're both from they're both James Cameron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. funny that two iconic yeah. female roles. Um, you know, we're, we're both from, you know, movies that he was in. Um, yeah, it, it was, it was, it was funny. Cause I mean, at that time, you know, with, like I said, with Schwarzenegger and Rambo or not Rambo, but uh, Sylvester Stallone stuff, she completely flipped the script on its head. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, and, and just all of a sudden she was an icon and you, the, the guys that were pumping movies out left and right at that time. And she just kind of came in and, and her character. Um, and like I said, yeah, like Ryan said, I mean, she's iconic. You know, you yeah. you know her no matter what. At the moment you see her in the the white shirt, the blue pants, the suspenders and stuff, you know you could you could recognize her anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which is what that's and itself is a, is a testament to uh, to itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it, and sorry, go. Um, yeah, I was just gonna say, like, uh, you know, we were talking a little bit before we started about uh, comic cons and like every comic-con you're going to see you know people dressing as ripley cosplaying and those are usually some of the the best ones you know it's yeah uh, yeah there were some good ones at comic-con a couple years ago yeah and it's it's more i think when these quote strong female leads are written today a lot of times it's like oh we'll just give them a gun and they'll know some let them learn some martial arts and beat some guys up and that's a strong character. It's like, no, they don't really like capture it. You know, it's just, uh, it, it's more than just, you know, than Ripley, um, you know, carrying a weapon or doing, you know, anything like that. It's, she has just strength within, you know, that, um, and it comes from a place of having gone through something very horrific and, uh, you know, and wanting to overcome that and, uh, and having that, you know, not only be well-written, but also well-performed. And, you know, I, I mean, obviously I can't think of anyone else playing Ripley other than Sigourney Weaver. Right. I mean, she just, she just nails the role. And I think, so it's, I just feel like nowadays it's, it's so hard to, I think the closest I can think of, of more recent movies is probably Carrie Ann Moss as Trinity in the Matrix films. Yeah. Um, she was awesome. Yeah, um, but it's it's just hard. I, it's hard to capture 
what made Ellen Ripley so iconic and so great. And yeah. MCU has 700 movies, multiple TV shows, pages, infinite mm-hmm. number of pages of strong female characters that in the comic book universe are drawn and they still can't do it on screen properly. Yeah. Like Captain Marvel. I mean, no one's going to. How, how, how is that possible when you have some of the best female characters from Rogue, Storm, mm-hmm. Jean Grey? Um, I'm off the top of my head. And you still can't get that on screen as properly as Ripley or Sarah Connor. Yeah, come on, man. That's, that's such I, that's so funny because hearing you guys bring up that bringing that that point, it's it's so funny in itself because that's what I'm thinking. I mean, if you think about it, like there is, I mean, if you would think about, I mean, we get this question all the time, like, okay, well, who would play Ripley now? And the funny thing is, is it seems like anytime anybody tries to mimic um, her character, um, they either one they make the character look like her. Yeah. It, it always has to look like her. It has to have mm-hmm. the same kind of outfits, the same kind of mm-hmm. setup. Or the other, the other thing is, um, it's got to be someone that's you know, it's, it's all firepower. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so funny that they, they, I don't miss the point. A, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think she's a character. She is a character that cannot be duplicated. There's right. No way you could successfully do it because if you do that, and you try to get a character that looks like her, like, I mean, we, you know, I liked, I liked Daniels. I liked Daniels in Covenant. I really did. But the moment I found out about her character and I saw her for the first time right away, I was like, it's just knockoff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she, the way that go, but Ripley, the way that her clothes look. Yeah. It was, it was just a knockoff that, so to give somebody that kind of like, I don't know if you want to say like that sort of peace of mind, like, oh, look, it, you know, it's it, uh, now I feel comfortable because there's someone like Ripley. And like, mm-hmm. unfortunately, one of those things where I am, uh, even, even since the whole Alien 5 debacle with, you know, Blomkamp and all that stuff like that, in my mind, like, I'm like, that ship has sailed. You know, mm-hmm. it, it does. No matter how bad I would love to, I mean, I would probably sell a kidney at this point to see a movie <laughs> with her in one more time as Ripley. I'm, I'd be afraid that it would be pushed too hard to give fans that person. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think mm-hmm. that they would do her justice. Now, Sigourney Weaver as an actress would be, is phenomenal in anything she's ever done. But I think it would almost be so much fan service that it wouldn't feel the same. Mm-hmm. Um, because at that time, you know, you know, her character and her as an actress, you know, she was not that incredibly well known. So she still had that new factor where it was kind of like, mm-hmm. wow, like really great. And now mm-hmm. to see her do it again and be pushed into that role in a movie, you kind of be like, you're, you're ruining her legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, which is very hard for me to say, because like I said, I absolutely unequivocally, consider her my favorite character and my favorite actress. And, mm-hmm. and I just don't know if, and I don't know if I'd want to see her, you know, and I don't even think like, I know there's been talk out there, but you know, what, what if they do would do something where it was her younger or something like that. And I still think they're going to try to find someone and just push into that role. And it, it would never mm-hmm. feel copacetic. It would never feel, um, you know, hundred percent like her. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it it pains me to say, but I just I'm like at that point now where I'm like, just let that character ride off into the sunset, you know, figure out something or bring a new actress in a new role. Like 
Daniels, um, like even Shaw um, from Prometheus, like I liked, I really liked Shaw. Um, mm-hmm. She had the attributes, but she was her own person. You yeah, know, she at least looked she like was, her. Um, she but, was different. Yeah, she mm-hmm. was different enough. But like I said, when when Daniels was, and the, and the actress who played Daniels um, is is a very very good actress. But I think she almost they were like, hey, listen, here's what you got to do. You got to be tough. You got to be witty. You got to be uh, at one point you have to be like your whole world's crumbling and then you got to turn around and be a total badass. Like <laughs> that's the, that's the four things you have to do. If you can do that, you'll be just like Ellen Ripley. And I, I think that took her out of her, you know, out of her comfort zone. Um, but yeah, that's a really, it's a cool question. I thought about a million times, like how, is there anybody out there that would be and I'm like, no, cause it would just be cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't think it would do service to her. I mean, in comic book forms, um, there's been a lot of it's it's great because you can continue to sell her story in comics because it's not an actress behind it. It's just her character. Um, so in, in pages and black and white and color in comics, you can continue her saga in, in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. I think from a film standpoint, I just think she's one and only herself. And I don't think that that can be duplicated. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah no, I agree. I, I wouldn't, you know, for the movies, um, I mean, though, for these characters could survive resurrection, I think she'd be fine for the Bloom Camp alien. But uh, <laughs> I'd be fine if we don't get that. Um, you know, I just hope whatever Fox does, I mean, I don't know if we'll get a, a prequel conclusion, but, you know, just don't, don't try to copy Ripley. Just, if you're going to just keep the female leads, just have them be their own person. Don't have them connect to anything. Just have them do their own journey because too many of these movies, they try to do the Ripley journey in one movie. I'm sorry, you can't copy your character in two hours. It yeah. took, uh, you know, three and a half hours of storytelling for her to get where she was. Right. Was what she survived in Alien and then, the, you know, the ordeal leading up to the um, the uh, the hive attack in Aliens. It wasn't mm-hmm. just something done over one movie it's it's a journey it's not you know even sarah connor and terminator it took two movies for her to be a badass yeah and also shout out to james carmen who gets a lot of shit from movies smart movie fans these days who's created two of the best female characters who are still being copied and still this day something Mm -hmm. today's filmmakers can't do so (laughs) yeah you know, James Cameron, for some reason, just doesn't get the credit he used to anymore. I don't know if people are just tired of talking about his movies, which I notice is another tiresome trend. Oh, I'm tired about talking this movie. So that means it sucks now. No, 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 no. It's not how it works. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I think it's the Avatar backlash kind of, you know. That, like, okay, that's not, I can understand that. I think, I uh, understand that. yeah. I, I would think a lot of us would be happier if you said, you know what, fuck Avatar. We'll go back to the movies I like. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I could uh I guess my subconscious kind of blacked that out. Yeah, good call, Ryan. That's a that's a good but, but, right. but I mean, you're right though. Like, you know, he gets kind of dis- discounted. Like, uh, oh, oh yeah, Avatars just basically dances with wolves or Fern <laughs> Gully in space or you know, it, it was just a movie to show off uh, like <laughs> new technology, but it wasn't a good story. And then he's just. Like people are like, oh, forget James Cameron. I can't stand them. And like, but you know what? Every, every movie, every movie is something of something. 
you know right alien yeah. covenant is robot frankenstein mm-hmm. you know yeah you know prometheus is um you know i can't think of the i'm throwing a blank but you know the um fuck the uh the gods and monsters guy holy shit this is embarrassing i can't think of him right now um oh cthulhu guy shit oh. <laughs> damn it yeah there's people uh, that can be listening to this like dude god they're damn saying it, the Google. name come on Google. Fucking <laughs> that's beside the point but, uh, <laughs> um, i'm talking but, about lovecraft are you yes lovecraft yeah you know, <laughs> saved it. there we go oh, <laughs> lovecraft yeah. saved my ass all right yeah, you know it's, it's a lovecraft movie everything's a something of a something who gives a mm-hmm. shit yeah I think all the all all stories have been told, right? I mean, yeah. it's like um, just like with music. I think all the great songs have been written. It's just uh, now you're just kind of getting variations of yeah. stuff you've heard it before. But but you know, um, <clears throat> but as long as it's written well, when it comes mm-hmm. to a movie and has kind of timeless themes and explores characters in a multi-layered organic way i mean then then it's i think it's gonna be a great movie and you know they could still still do that with uh you know with the alien franchise but but yeah i think you know i think uh like come like what michael was saying they they really need to move on from from ripley i think yeah it's even even sigourney weaver herself said you know i think it's just time to kind of let her rest and you know, yeah. it's uh, you, you figure like, I mean, look at the movies. I mean, like how much heartache can one character possibly yeah. take? Yeah. Like, I mean, I think and that's, I think that is another reason why she is so popular with so many people is like you're like you just like she's the constant. She is the constant underdog. Um, mm-hmm. And not and not in a bad way, because she usually, you know, she, you know, you like that person that comes out and you're just like, man, how many times can this person get beaten down and then continue to like rise to the top? And it's yeah. just like that, that her ebb and flow, like her, her timeline is just like the worst case of freaking heartache <laughs> you could ever come out with. And she still finds a reason to like to rise up i mean mm-hmm. if you look at you know alien you know her her whole crew is just wiped out she's by herself she's young she's like basically has no idea what's going on and she watches everybody in her her crew die she ends mm-hmm. up escaping taken off into the middle of nowhere then she wakes up she wakes up she finds out that her daughter is is dead mm-hmm. um you know and then she's like okay well i'll go back in and i'll help this thing and then she goes through losing all those guys everybody and you know of the marines and then she's mm-hmm. got newt and then you get to the you get to the end of the movie and it's like oh you know we're, we're laying down for for slumber and nice nap time and then you come into alien three and you're just like holy crap <laughs> like it, it's almost one of those things where she should just stop going to sleep Right. Like every time yeah. she goes to sleep and she wakes up, something horrible is <laughs> happening. And it's just like, so I think that's uh, in this society, which is which is funny because I think in today's world, I think people like and are more attached to the underdog character. I mean, if, if you look at, and I, it's funny to keep going back to it, but if you look at the movies from the 80s, there was always that, that lead character that you knew was just eventually was just going to kick everybody's ass. Like, you mm-hmm. just gonna happen i mean you know arnold schwarzenegger okay so you know he's not coming out he's not gonna lose 
he's coming right. out on top. He's he's just that guy. I mean, you know, Commando and 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 Running Man and all that stuff. Like you just mm-hmm. know he's he's gonna come out on top. But then you see this character and you're just like, you see Alien and you're like, wow, she got through that. And then you see Aliens and it's like, okay, I think she's gonna do it again. And then you're like, wow, she got through it. So I I just think that today's today's day in today's day, I think her character would do really well simply for that underdog role. Right. Um, where it yeah. in, you'd, you'd be surprised. It's surprising it in the eighties when that came out that, that she, that she could take that role on and, and, and really um, become that icon at that time period. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, absolutely. and then she went to sleep permanently and woke up in alien resurrection. So yeah, she's uh... <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she even tried to die and still couldn't get away. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't, I, and, you know, they recently obviously has been kind of all over the alien sites about the, the new concept art that has been at least new to us, you know, seeing new images and things like that to get kind of people re, I, I guess the intent obviously, or it has to be related to wanting to gauge interest in bringing it back. Cause if there's a, if there's a company that's going to want to bring back Ellen Ripley and fan service the heck out of aliens, it's going to be Disney. And, oh, yeah. you know, the technology to do it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so random because it, like yeah. it went, it went, so everybody wanted the movie and then it was like, no, you're not getting this movie. No, he's not doing it. And he takes off and everything. And everybody's just kind of left there, like, you know, mm-hmm. just, you know, holding the bag, like, okay, what just happened there? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, really shut that, shut yeah, that it, shit it goes, it goes slow mm-hmm. and it gets real slow. And then basically all the fan service just sort of puts it away. Like, you know what, mm-hmm. ah, this would have been a, a great thing to see, but we're over it. We're done. You know, everybody talked about it every, you know, just about every sci-fi podcast everything you know talked about it and beat it to death and then it was like okay you're going quiet and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it was just like a file dump right like every yeah. like and it's so funny that it just all of a sudden like explodes back in the mainstream so there's uh, i totally agree ryan there has got to be there's someone behind that pulling the strings mm-hmm. and being like hey let's blast this out there and just see what happens and and like always you start showing anything aliens wise and it just, the fans come yep. out of, out of hibernation or mm-hmm. if they're everywhere. And it's just, it, you know, and yeah, you're right. I mean, if, if anybody has the backing to resurrect a franchise, Disney would be the one, like, yep. yeah, just, you know, they would definitely be the one. And my, I mean, my only thing is, um, I think we've talked about this too, is, is that also worrisome because of the nature of, the alien franchise and, and just the, the horror slash sci-fi element, is it something where it gets watered down or does it, you think they let it be the way it is? No, I think that they let it ride. Yeah. I think they, I think they view their 20th. Well, it's not Fox anymore. Just 20th century studios as kind of their uh, more adult uh, branch now, you know, yeah. cause Disney always had the, you know, touchstone, touchstone pictures a lot of people didn't i didn't know for a long time that disney owned touchstone yeah uh, no you get a lot of they did a lot of r-rated movies there miramax dimension films um you name it i mean walt disney's uh you know they'll never attach the disney name no. to a r-rated movie but i don't think they'd water it down i think uh i don't think the new series from noah hawley is going to be watered down i oh, think hell no 
um hulu hulu's owned by disney and they have a lot of very r-rated yeah. um they, they have, they have stuff. a horror movies mm-hmm. their own little horror movie miniseries yeah so Disney's not afraid to hit hard, you know, if they if they want to. So I'm not too concerned about and, that. And here's yeah. the thing: is what people forget is Aliens. It, there's multiple genres in this uh, in this franchise. You could do everything. You could do the fan service Alien Five with Ripley mm-hmm. and Hicks and Newt, and you could still do the third prequel. Right. You mm-hmm. could still do your david drama and android drama and the prequel stuff yeah which i was fine close it out i have no problem with that but the series i'm hoping is for mul- i'm hoping for multiple flutes in the next one yeah. let's see uh, you know <laughs> but there's, there's enough story where you could do both yeah mm-hmm. i mean that you could you could close out the prequel and that chapter you could finally whatever close out ripley chapter alien five and then start brand new yeah. that's it end it Done. Do you Ripley's, think uh, Ripley. Um, Disney's made everybody happy? You got the prequel fans happy. Uh, then you got the you know the hard the old school aliens, the Ripley fans, they're happy. All right, we're starting this shit. And then you can start a hmm. brand new. Yeah. They have the money, they have, and there's a want for both. I mean, I'll fucking see both. I'll yeah. buy them, I'll see them multiple times. I don't fucking give a shit. <laughs> but and Ripley's a big enough character where you could do it. Mm-hmm. It'll people will go see it. It's yeah. like I know. Then the casuals, the casuals bring in the money, mm-hmm. and it's and you need you need the money to do the other projects. Like if if Ripley's success wasn't so big in Aliens, we wouldn't be able to do the you know the there wouldn't be the the, the comics and there would be no Prometheus or there'd be no Covenant without Alan Ripley in Aliens. Or video think, games, yeah. Yeah. Or video games, yeah. Do you yeah. think? Um, do you think from this going this point forward? Now, like I said, because of Ripley, do you think the franchise can ever be led by a female character again, or do you think they'll constantly have the stereotype? I mean, that's a that's big shoes to follow. I mean, my thing is is, is can they ever again? I mean, they've tried now. They've tried for two prequels to have a, that character that that was a female character that kind of took the lead. I mean, I, I am, I'm one of the full on people that says that Shaw got a, a raw deal. She got a totally mm-hmm. raw deal. Um, but yeah. like, do you think going forward, if they would cast, even if it's an unknown, someone that's never that nobody knows, I mean, basically the way she was when, when she was an alien, but do you think if they cast a female character automatically, people are going to be like, Oh, here we go. Female. Like, you know, they'll have that comparison. That's the only thing that worries me. Um, you know, it'd be uh, hard to shake that, you know? Yeah. I'm expecting though, in the Noah Hawley series that there's going to be, uh, there's going to be a strong, at least an attempt to make a strong female characters, not just a Ripley clone. You know, that's, that's my guess. And, and I think, uh, a series, uh, whatever, 10 episode, uh, however many episodes it is a 10 a series like that is a better way to do that um yep. as dave was saying you know you couldn't tell ripley's story in one movie it'd just be too hard it was spread out over basically the first three and a, a little bit with resurrection which is a little different but really um you know in order to fully develop the character really make it uh you know make this female character her own thing 
without being compared to Ripley, I think would take, you know, a series like that. And I think there will be, but you know, whenever you have attach the a female character to the alien franchise, you know, automatically people are going to think that it's like, Oh, is she yeah. like Ripley or not? You know, like with uh, Daniels, they made it even look like Ripley. And it's like, that's, you know, that, that doesn't help. And <laughs> that doesn't, uh, there's going to be a way to differentiate it. And, you know, I think there was even a, there was a movie preview that came out with Mary Elizabeth Winstead in it. And, and it had her and she looked exact, I mean, like spot on like Ellen Ripley and she had, had a gun and she it was like, like, obviously they were going for that look. There was no doubt about it. And it's like, man, you know, try to, I just don't think that's, I don't think that would be a good look for uh, for an a- another alien film. I think it's it's yeah. time they have to branch out um, and add different things to the character to make it make her different enough to so there isn't the constant comparison to Ellen Ripley. If because it has to, there has to be a way to break you know to break away from that. And just like with the Star Wars franchise, you have to get away from from Luke and you have to mm-hmm. and Leia and Han and yeah. I don't think the sequel trilogy did a good job of that. Um, I do think the Mandalorian actually did a really good job of just kind of creating their own story. And you know what it is? It's, it's yeah, like, it's so. the familiarity. It's like familiar, mm-hmm. you're familiar with the star Wars saga universe, but you don't have to have those main characters thrown in your face. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just go enjoy it. Like, I, right. and I think, and I, Totally, I think you're 100 percent on that, Ryan. I think the greatest thing about the Mandalorian is the way that they did. And you know what? It's kind of. I mean, it's basically like how Disney has the Marvel movies now. It's mm-hmm. those like Easter eggs. It's mm-hmm. the little things that they put in there to make you go, "Oh man, that reminds me of this." And oh, that you know, that's like that lip. Like it. It's the feel good stuff where you don't have to see those characters, but you're like, like uh, what is it? The end of season one for the Mandalorian. Well, now of course it was. It wasn't Luke, but to basically go through that whole series and then just get that little bit of him was just enough to be like, ah, you know, like, I mean, oh, okay, yeah. now I, I feel good. But yeah, I, second I season. You. That was second oh, the season. Oh, yeah. the second season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think you're, you, you're absolutely 100% right on that. Oh, thank you. Absolutely, buddy. <laughs> Anytime, man. Hey, when you hit a point, buddy, I'm zinging in there hey, and giving you one. You know. <laughs> we gotta we gotta take him because Dave Dave kind of stays on the outside, so we gotta make sure when, when we get those. Was <laughs> that ESPN show where like they had like four different like, around the journalists? Horn. Yeah, around yeah, the yeah, horn. and they add given, like given points. points your answers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ding, ding. But, you know what? It's it's a far off. I mean, like Dave and I, um, you know, our basis has always been the comics, um, mm-hmm. and you know it's it's kind of like Marvel. I mean, Marvel and, and Disney right now, I mean, with Marvel, they can basically go a million different directions and never be wrong. I mean, you could basically just throw something at the wall and you can somehow connect it to something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's that series. But what people don't understand is like the comic series that has to do with aliens. Um, I mean, you know, yeah. Ripley is a figure involved in that whole spider web, but, there's like a million different stories and you can do the same thing. I mean, you, you think of how many movies you could have 
that's just basically a group of colonial marines and at some point in that movie you could just have that little nod or that mm-hmm. little tie and i think for alien fans that would be just enough mm-hmm. more than enough. Then you have, yeah then you have those fans though which i think caused a lot of drama and a lot of trouble with covenant and prometheus on the fact that like no, if if there's not a xenomorph front and center, I want nothing to do with this movie. If Ellen Ripley is not involved or there's not a female character that looks like her and talks like her and carries a gun like her, I'm out. Like, I don't want anything to do with it. And I think that killed it right off the bat. I mean, yeah. I, I think I think really Scott had a really cool idea taking more of the 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 Android approach and really building David and and stuff like that. I think he he went the right approach, but I think what happened was people were so like just gung ho and like, listen, I grew up with this movies in the eighties. These are my characters, bring them back or else, you know, we're just going to make your life miserable. Yeah. Um, we're, we're in the Marvel cinema you know, universe, you know, you still have those people, but the people that are like, Holy crap, I get to see what Iron Man would look like in real life. Hey, I get yeah. to see what Thor would look like in real life. And, and, and they just kind of accept and they're like, Oh, okay. You gave me basically what I wanted. I'm good to go. But man, it just gets lethal. And I think that's a lot of, you have those directors that come out and they have a vision of what they want to do. And I think it's the fans and the, um, the companies that basically direct their hand. I mean, you know, with the whole thing of, I think they need to go a different way. And at the same time, give the fans a little bit of cheese. You know what I mean? Like, you know, go, go, go on a different story, but, Oh, Hey, look, they went past this room and here's a, here's a, um, a power loader. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. It's an homage, you know, something like that, but we don't need to know what it does. We've already seen that, but just to mm-hmm. see, it's like, ah, oh, man, it gets me right in the feels. You yeah. Know what I mean, so, yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people forget these days, like it's fun doing all the, the, the deep dives with the, you know, the, the meanings and the symbolism, but these movies are still supposed to be cool and fun. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Alien is an art house, uh, a haunted house horror movie, but it's still fun and awesome. Mm-hmm. Alien yeah. is a tour de force, but it's still obviously it's awesome and fun and quotable. Mm-hmm. And Alien Three, as you know, luckily it's been getting more love over the air. It's an awesome movie. It's cool. It grabs you. Arguably, every other movie after that hasn't done that, and. Ridley, you know, he had a, this vision for the prequels, but he changed it after one movie. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, he had this great idea. And then what didn't help with the Ripley stuff is you have someone who had a big hand in the beginning, the origins of Ripley's uh, strength. So obviously that's all he's going to see when he makes a character is going to see Ripley. So he, like you guys said, he basically plagiarized himself with Daniels. Um, Shaw had a lot of potential. And but I think there could be another strong female character. It's like no offense to really Scott, as long as it's not him penning it. It's always gonna see his Ripley, which is completely understandable. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. I think a female character is still work, but it can't be um I think if it's not no fully really Scott's hand, I think we'll be okay. Yeah. I am kind of curious, you know, as Michael was saying, like little, you know, had thrown in little teasers or Easter eggs or things like that. Yeah, um, I was thinking of, fine. 
I was thinking of the the new the game Aliens Fireteam Elite that's coming out and some of the environments they go into, uh, you know, they're, uh, they're re-exploring the, you know, there's a, like a Prometheus temple with the mm-hmm. engineer faces and stuff like that. And there's going to be other, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, I'm kind of curious, I, this is the first game coming out that Disney was involved in. And I'm thinking they're probably going to put some stuff in it. That's going to, expand the story a little bit um maybe you know get throw you know give some more ideas uh things like jumping off points um you know they they do that with uh some of the other franchises they're involved in uh in terms of either games or comics or things like that and i'm i'm and i don't expect aliens fire team to have some like amazing story but i do expect that there's going to be some stuff in it that's going to maybe also you know not only for the fan give some for the fans franchise but also maybe add something and possibly you know a new jumping off point or maybe there's going to be a tie-in to noah holly series or a tie-in to something else um you know it's and like you guys said there is a lot of different directions they can go with the franchise and but eventually they have to move on from ripley which is hard to do and i i it's yeah it's no easy task because she is as we've been saying such a iconic and just an amazing character and she's always going to be one of the most important aspects of this franchise no absolutely and so um, and I think if, yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna have a media, if you, if you're gonna use one type of media um, to really push that, mm-hmm. uh, video game is perfect mm-hmm. uh, because you can. I mean, if you know one of the one of the companies um, that I think does that the best is uh, Naughty Dog, who does um, like uh, the the Last of Us. Oh yeah, um, they did that mm-hmm. series. They did Uncharted. Um, mm-hmm. a bunch of them they're they're amazing at doing that because if like i've played the the last of us i've played both of them mm-hmm. and uh they are chock full of just randomness like mm-hmm. um like posters on the wall that have something or you know something uh, like a, an object that's sitting on a table or something and and they do it and and it's it's great because like you go through it and you see that and you you you're like oh that's such and such from this but they can do it so well like fire team I am absolutely like counting down the days, yeah. hours, yeah. seconds because I can't. I wait. think it's going to be. I mean, it, it's it's what you needed. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. a, it's a, basically it's an aliens game. You can get on and play with your friends. Um, you know, it's one of those things, especially for us that like the you know all the different variations. It's not just your normal you know, this, the same xenomorph every single time, it's all different mm-hmm. kinds. And it, it kind of pays more homage to like the arcade games, the aliens mm-hmm. arcade games. Like it was mm-hmm. aliens Armageddon that mm-hmm. had yeah. like all different kinds of setups and different versions and stuff. And, and I think, um, yeah, I, I mean, I think and that you are, you know, you might be on something there too. It might be one of those things where, you know, this is just another, so we have, this game is coming out. You're going to have, you've had, a, you know, some new, Marvel's come out with, um, you know, the new comic series. 
Um, they're doing the, you know, they're looking at the the different series, uh, series on Hulu. Mm-hmm. It's like you almost wonder if it's it's just little bits and pieces here, like breadcrumbs, just trying to pull everybody in, and then they're gonna, and then all of a sudden be like, okay, we've seen that there's a big following for this. Mm-hmm. You know, now where do we go from here? Right. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, games have just in the last couple of years, like games can be such an influence. I mean, even look at Fortnite. Fortnite putting Ellen Ripley in Fortnite yeah uh, you know i mean and that's you know that's something i'm guarantee you three quarters of those kids have no clue yep who she is but she's enough of it you know now enough of an icon she's now Fortnite famous oh um, yeah you know which which is uh, which is amazing um but you know even different stuff you know like there's been games out there where you can get like her skin for your character and mm-hmm. and stuff like that and it's just you know I, I don't know i mean it's just it's little it's cool little pieces here and there that i just you don't ever, as an alien fan, you never want to get fully excited because you never quite know when the rug gets pulled out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it's, it's neat. Um, it's, it's neat to see some stuff, uh, you know, some of the stuff coming out. Like I said, I'm, I, you know, the, the Marvel Marvel's aliens series that just came out. I, I really enjoyed. Um, I thought it kind of it definitely got back to the roots. Um, I'm way behind. Yeah. That one. And then, and now way behind. Uh, What's the next one? Uh, is it um, Aftermath, Aliens Aftermath, yeah. which is going to take place after like with someone coming back to Hadley's Hope to see what goes on. And uh, you know, I don't know how that's going to go, but I mean, they're doing they're really they're putting it into it. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. not like they're sitting still on it. They're they're pushing it out there. So, yeah, um, and it, it's, it's still weird though forget... to see the comics without the Dark Horse logo. That's still a little. Yeah, it's very strange. It's very <laughs> weird seeing a Marvel logo next to it. But and Disney, Marvel, they're gonna have they're gonna it's new to them. They're gonna make mistakes along the way. They're gonna do stupid stuff, probably stuff we're gonna hate, but they have they're gonna have to learn, you know, what the fans like, what they don't, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's you know, yeah. they made obviously aliens jokes and uh infinity war and stuff. Uh so they're, right, you know, they're, yeah. they're, they've been aware of the franchise, they're fans of it. Mm-hmm. Um oh my favorite one still is uh is from Deadpool. When um oh when yeah the Sonic <laughs> opens the door yeah and he's like Ripley oh my goodness that's and she has the shaved head that's yeah, so, yeah. every time I see it I just lose it and like my <laughs> wife looks at me like what are you laughing at I'm like and I'm trying to explain to her and I'm like no just forget it it's too funny if I just let it go but well that yeah that um oh and it was it's it's uh Peter Parker does the what he's like two or three aliens references in yeah, all that yeah, one yeah. part right yeah so yeah, yeah. Hey, you ever see you ever see that movie Aliens yeah yeah it's surprising <laughs> I was I was. Uh, pleasantly surprised because yeah. you know that na- I mean naturally you wouldn't think that character like Peter Parker oh, yeah. 15 16 yeah. you know the born not not even born when resurrection came out with yeah. no <laughs> no aliens or whatever but it's kind of like it's a way you know it's a cool way to kind of get new people yeah you know, what, what's he talking about aliens i've never seen that yeah. before like it's, i mean that's yeah. like I said it's it's exactly like we're talking about though it's those yeah. little those little, like um was it ready player one yeah mm-hmm. there's a mm-hmm. chuck yeah. full of them in and Re- ready player yeah. one and it's so funny because they're just those little and you see it and you're like oh i know where that ship's from mm-hmm. or oh i know where this is and it just kind of gives you that little warm feeling inside and you're just like mm-hmm. oh like oh it's just kind of nice but yeah that you don't need it like you said i'm i'm um the guy that's what's the the that's bringing out the Hulu series? Uh, Noah uh, Holly. Noah Holly. Yeah. Holly. Yeah. I'm I'm super excited for him to just come up with some absolute crazy, crazy plan. 
just something yeah. new, something that we're yeah, not all sitting here going, I know what they're going to do. Here's what's going to happen, and this is going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. it's funny not knowing. Yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. probably the, the best part of that yep. is like, the fact that we're just sitting back going, like, oh, man. And and it's it's nice because as a fan, you get that that time to, like, speculate. Mm-hmm. You sit there and you just go, like, oh, man, what is this going to be? Like, how could it be? Yeah. Like, uh, and then you get people talking again, and it, it just mm-hmm. – it's what the it's what the franchise needs, but yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Disney's good about keeping things under wraps too. Like, yes. you know, we heard yeah. about the Holly series for a couple days, and then I haven't heard a Nothing. thing. Nothing. Yeah. So for all I know, they're well into production or whatever. <laughs> they're like, you know, so but to me, I love that. I love that it's kept mysterious and yeah. Um, that's I, don't, I hate when no no accidental leaking of information it's right like, yeah. yeah yeah that that rarely yeah. happens unless it's you know tom holland saying something about, <laughs> you know, about well, spider-man know, spoilers and then like disney's like dude like, stop doing that it's like a little stage left here from like what we're our main discussion is but i we have a local comic book store here in, in haven which is amazing like for small as our town is we actually have a comic store um, so there's a comic <laughs> store and then it, and then it's like a, a sort of like the board games, you know, was it Warhammer and, and all that kind of stuff. They have like an area for that, but they have a comic book stand. So I'm going through, mm-hmm. and this is the guy that every week, every week that an aliens comic comes out, I go to him. He's like, yeah, I got the next copy. It's right here for you. And I, you know, can, <laughs> can pull him up. So I'm going through this stuff. And he's like, Hey, I got something I want to show you. He's like, I, I got it in, um, just a couple of weeks ago. And I figured I'd, I'd show you, but he said, you know, it's a little pricey. Well, it's the Marvel. It's the book. That has oh, the all omnibus. the series in it. Yeah, I want it that. Is, it, I'm telling you, you could kill somebody with this book. Yeah, <laughs> it's so heavy and it's so thick, but it's amazing. And it's got, it's just, it's beautiful. Like the artwork inside is beautiful. It's but funny it, you are. Going with you, and I'm like, and I'm <laughs> just, it's one of those things where I'm still not 100% on seeing Marvel involved yeah. with the aliens <laughs> yeah go, go through it and see some of the old series that i started with like aliens high yeah i want that so and, bad you know it, but it's just i mean i'm telling you right now you could literally i picked <laughs> it up you could kill somebody with it it's a, like a brick um but you know i know like i said it's off to the side here but then again they're still pumping stuff out i mean we've had the new novels come that have come out in the last you know a couple months here um some new series and stuff like that so yeah i mean it, you know we're getting to that time of our lives where, you know, it might be not be the news every single day that, Hey, guess what? There's a new movie coming out, but we're at the mm. point now we're like, Hey, did you hear the new novel? Did you hear the new audio book? Yeah. Um, your, you know, new, uh, you know, comic book, you know, how about even Walmart carrying the, the alien figures that came out of yeah. nowhere? Mm-hmm. Like they were again, random, but they were awesome because like you never expected to see them. And, I love those stupid things. Yeah, they're crazy because <laughs> they're like purple and orange yeah. and, and all different colors. But you know, it's just one of those things. To um, it's like you know, it's cool that that stuff is still popping up. So I mean, it tells you that somewhere out there, someone's like, "Hey, this is still a yeah, you know, it's still a viable uh, license." Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I actually, just got in the mail today. Speaking of Walmart, that's a good segue there. I got the the alien Easter eggs. I just got those in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, yeah my daughter my daughter's like the ones that have the goo inside that you open them up the, the eggs and you break them open oh, yeah. like a yeah. figure inside but you have yeah, to like yeah. pull the slime out uh-huh. yeah we went through them we had a mm-hmm. couple of them <laughs> um so yeah it's yeah. um it's just it's cool i mean and you can always go back in um that's one of my favorite uh characters and uh neca 
I, that's how you pronounce it, right? NECA? Is it any, you know, is it NECA or is it NECA? Yeah. NECA? Um, when they <laughs> produce the, um, like I have some of the, the Ripley figures. I mean, my favorite one that I, I found and, and it's, it's like my, all, my best collection is the one with her and Newt. Um, the actual, or is that McFarlane? Oh yeah, I don't have that one. No, I think it's, I think it's NECA. I think um, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. No, it's NECA, me. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but that one is like, and I found it at like the beach at a, a shop down in like Ocean City or something. I found it, and I'm like, dude. So I grabbed that. But like, my favorite is the character, the original Kenner character that came from the the Aliens Colonial Marine series, that was like supposed to be her, but they like put a, a, a handkerchief on her neck so it didn't make it look like it was oh, yeah. it's supposed to be her. <laughs> But then NECA made a bigger figure of that. And yeah. that is like, that's one of my favorite, that's one of my favorite things because it's like, you know, anything, anything you can get in her character. And there's so many out there. And some of the stuff that's coming out now, like the Ripley um, figures and merchandise that's coming out now is, is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a whole set of stuff from the original alien movie. Now that's come out a couple different poses. Like I think one's her with Jonesy um, one. There's one with her, I think with the flights with the suit on, a couple of different mm-hmm. and they're, they're just beautiful like mm-hmm. they're, they're such a cool thing and that's you know that's the kind of cool like nostalgic thing that you know just like i said if we're in 2021 and they're still selling her figures what does that say you know yep, yep. yeah honestly when yeah Disney... stopped, uh... don't Over. interrupt me dave <laughs> <laughs> no I you go ahead you <laughs> as much as i want <laughs> I was gonna say I um it's my I show collecting the NECA stuff, <laughs> but I, <laughs> but I uh, made sure I got all the um all the Ripley's from uh, each of the movies. Oh yeah, those I had to make sure I got. Yeah, yeah, some of them are pretty cool. Yeah, I was gonna say honestly, when Disney took over, I thought they were just gonna let the franchise die or just ship it off to somebody else. Um, I thought they had zero interest. Like I thought, you know, they took 20th Century more my thought was they took it more just to expand you know their streaming services and just basically to absorb another big company and make you know um just to have uh, another license and under their belt and but no i mean i've been pleasantly surprised that they they seem to be very serious about you know you know continuing the not only continuing it but expanding it and building i've even read that they're thinking of doing a whole almost like an mcu just like an alien cinematic universe and just like balls out just you know exploring as much as they can with this because there is a lot of great storytelling that can be done with it and uh and yeah like you guys have talked about with the the marvel series uh alien series and you know they're they're going for it and it's it's really good to see and i'm now that things pandemic wise things have really started to open up again i think we're going to start hearing more news in terms of films and things like that um and now that people are slowly going back to the theaters um i think there's still a lot of hesitancy overall but really it's it's a good time to start, you know, reintroducing and getting people excited about, about the franchise again. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would think yeah. I was a little, I didn't know what Disney Marvel was going to do with the license. I had no idea. 
Mm-hmm. That was kind of along the same lines you are. Are they getting it just to sell it? Or are they getting it just for uh, the Marvel characters to get them all? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I really, like you said, Michael, as an Alien fan, just expecting the worst. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, they're going to sit on it for five years. Um, I, I don't know. I, but I'm very, very happy that they're going forward with it. It was, uh, yeah, yeah. Marvel sure. is actually what the really, hell they're going to do when it comes to Marvel. They were really struggling when Disney took them. Um, actually, my brother-in-law, yeah. his company, had a chance to buy Marvel Studios, <laughs> um, and back if for like a really cheap price. Like they they totally could have got them, but I think even back then they were like, "Dude, this isn't gonna this is gonna bomb. This is gonna make any money. Nobody wants to see this stuff." <laughs> and uh so they so they they said forget it um then disney got it <laughs> and uh now this multi-billion dollar <laughs> thing and he's like he still talks about it like oh he could have had marvel <laughs> but uh it's pretty funny um and now uh now they now they have 20th century and they have aliens and it's crazy you no know, <laughs> I'm really excited to see see what they yeah. can do and see him uh, expand from Ripley. You know, um, I mean, a good thing yeah. is hopefully they're gonna they're gonna they'll push more, especially now with all the stuff that's going on with the Predator franchise, with like you know mm-hmm. the lawsuits and all that stuff. I'm hoping, you know, that kind of opens up the door where they're sort of like, hey, listen, this this right now is in is kind of in in nightmare zone. So let's you know put our efforts. Um, you know one way or the other but yeah yeah it is it's you know we're as, as alien fans though we become accustomed to as they say the waiting game um, <laughs> yes i mean they give us the little the crumbs every now and again to get us all yep. excited and we get all you know all excited and then they kind of say eh, not so fast and then they yeah. get a bit more and you're like oh here we go and then it's like eh, not so fast so <laughs> it, you know i mean it's cool it's it's neat to get stuff like i mean i you're talking about earlier about the images um some of that the the file dump from uh the alien five you know the stuff they're talking about that some of those the artwork and stuff was amazing like it was i mean i'm like looking at it going like this is incredible this would have been something to see Mm -hmm. now then again it was artwork you know that doesn't mean that you know it's gonna it's gonna pan out to you know what would have been on film but it looks like some it looked like some really cool concept um Mm -hmm. stuff that they were doing so I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we'll, you know, maybe we'll luck out. You know, I think if uh, I don't want to say this, like uh, I, I never liked uh, Ripley's kind of her clone sort of ending. Um, I mean, it was cool that she they were going to Earth and stuff, but I, I can never get into that. I, I kind of, yeah, I left it was her terrible at, yeah. after after yeah. Alien Three. Not good. Like I was, I was mad. I mean, I've said this a, a million times. I saw Alien Three with my dad. I saw, I saw, I saw every Alien movie. Unfortunately, that means resurrection too. But I saw every <laughs> single one with my dad in the theater, and mm-hmm. I'll never forget him and I went to a drive-in here close to our house and saw Alien Three in the drive drive-through. And I'll never forget, I bawled my eyes out the entire ride home. When, oh yeah, when Ripley when Ripley went into the fire. Yeah. You know, I, I just I bawled and I could not believe it. And then you know, everything came out with resurrection and I was like, Whoa, it just got me back into everything. And then I was like, man, what a dumpster fire. <laughs> and I was like, why would you do that? If you're, if you're going to yeah. screw her storyline up like that, then you might as well just let it be. Um, you know, yeah. I, I would love, you know, would, would it be cool to see, um, 
you know, like the alien, you know, five and, and or whatever they're going to call it and, and sort of see her as an older version of herself. And, you know, in that kind of format. Yeah. But then of course, then you, you, I don't like the fact that alien three gets dismissed. Um, you know, I don't, I don't like yeah. that. I think alien three was kind of that somber, like you don't want to see it happen, but you knew it had to happen. One of those kind of moments. So. Yeah. I don't know how they, I think that that'd be problematic. I, I don't know how Bloom Camp would get around that uh, in terms of because he always he said that he didn't want to dismiss Alien 3 or Resurrection with this movie. I don't know how exactly I, if they're trying to introduce like an alternate timeline like they did with the Star Trek, the newer Star Trek movie. And like with time travel, I don't think that would work with the Alien franchise. No um no thank you yeah i just i don't know i think but you know maybe disney has another idea and i don't know if if they're gonna thinking of utilizing some of bloom camp's concepts but kind of taking that and doing their own thing with it we'll see i i have no idea i just uh but i think there's potential there's there and like you michael there's a part of me that really wants to see ripley get a good ending you know, and I think they they fouled it up with uh, with resurrection, and I mean maybe that'll be it. But I I just it, there's a part of me that really do, does want to see her one last time on the screen, and so we'll we'll see. And, I, and again, like I said at the near the beginning, that if there's a company that would do that and wants to to bring her back and give her a proper send off it probably be disney you know so but we'll see i just uh but regardless if they do or not it, it doesn't change the fact that she's an amazing character and she always will be yeah absolutely 100 uh, yeah. so yeah. i guess that's a good way to end it with that uh so what do you guys think do you think disney's gonna bring ripley back for one more run um i'm gonna say no um oh, i think okay. Okay. i i think they are in that they're they know they have the directors and the people that I think are good enough to know that that's I don't want to say this. I think they have there's enough there, enough new and originality that I think they're gonna feel as though by doing that you're going to be continuously rehashing. And I think it's one of those times, and I think they're starting to get that feeling, and I think they've learned that with the Star Wars. Um, that like, you know, Hey, you know, we want it to be, you know, you gotta like exactly Ryan said, Oh, you gotta have Luke and you gotta have, you know, Leia and you gotta have Han, you gotta have all these connections and they saw what happened. And I think that's kind of why they're sort of like putting forward. My heart says, give me Ripley until she can't walk no more. But in my, you know, my fandom, I'm like, you know what? It's time. If you're going to reinvent this and you're going to get, you know, people involved in this franchise again, you have to appeal to a new generation, um, you know, which sucks. I, you know, I don't want to I don't want to ever say that, you know, it's time for us to kind of take a back seat. But I, I think it's just time to embrace that and give it a whole new a whole new spin. Um, I mean, like I said, it's it's a very hard thing for me to say because, like I said, yeah. she's my favorite character and actress of all time, and 
the chance to get to see her one more time would be pretty appealing, but I'm just like, I think it needs to move on. There's too many other stories there to stay in the same one all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually do think they're going to bring her back one last time and kind of as a, a trans <laughs> <laughs> kind of as a, like a transition to a new era. Um, but I don't, I don't know how they're going to do it. If they're going to, use bloom bloom camps ideas or if they're going to kind of do like they basically said with you know when they're thinking about making the star wars trilogy when they bought lucas films and george lucas said oh i have this obvious ideas for the the sequel trilogy and disney was like nah we're gonna do our own thing (laughs) and then the so you never yeah i just don't know how they would implement that and not I, it would just be really challenging but i think they still would want to do that and it all just depends though if sigourney weaver would be interested i think she's been given different script treatments or different ideas of bringing her back and she, i just don't think she's that interested even if it was, I mean, they would give her a ton of money, but I don't think that really matters to her at this point. You know, she's been filming Avatar movies for 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, geez exactly. Louise, like it yeah. just, it never ends. Like every time I see him, like, oh, look, it's a new picture of her on the set of, of Avatar two and a half, three and a quarter, whatever it is now. And I'm like, yeah. geez Louise, no wonder we're never going to get this again. <laughs> um, yeah. I, you know what? I think if you go that way, which I, I think you, you might have a point there on and, and I think if you go that way, it's almost one of those things where you almost be like, okay, here's what we need to do. We like Dave said earlier, finish your different movies. Okay. You've now started, you've put two prequels out there and then you've cut off. So we've never got a third prequel. So let Ridley Scott do his thing. Let him do his third movie of his prequel, finish his series up and then move on from it. You know, you could do multiple movies at the same time. Yep. yep. Um, mm-hmm. You know, multiple things. So maybe it is one of those things where, hey, okay, listen, really, if this is your, your, you know, your, your coup or whatever here, you want to get this last movie done, do it, finish your series, see your, your dream, you know, your thoughts completed, you know, but at the same time, hey, Disney, go ahead, start up whatever you guys want to do. Cause if you're going in a whole different direction, just, you know, run with it. And, and I think they will totally just be like, okay, here's what we're doing. Like you said with Star Wars. Oh, that's your idea. Yeah. Okay. We're going somewhere totally different. Like, yeah. Here's where we want to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, it's a, it's a good thing, you know, and, and at the same time, it's, it's, it's the waiting game. Right. Yeah. yeah I think um, I'm with Ryan. I think they're going to bring Berkeley back somehow. One more shot. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> though I like your uh, your answer. Your logic is there, Michael. I think it, I would prefer them to just just leave it be, you know, maybe in whatever they release, you know, just do some couple sentence mention, oh, hey, I this was passed on from Ripley. That's it. And be happy. I'd be fine with that. Just as a, yeah. without forcing her in the movie <clears throat> but Disney obviously loves nostalgia hopefully they have learned their lesson from the Star Wars sequels which though I enjoy they are deeply deeply more flawed probably more flawed than my dating history but I still enjoy them um, well I wouldn't go that far 
my thing is, you know, <laughs> what I think it is too is, I think a an extraordinarily missed opportunity was to go forward with the isolation uh, storyline. I, I mm. think you could have. Um, I mean, isolation was 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 awesome, and and I think you could have easily found a character. And I mean, that that storyline could have went in all different directions because yep. it was basically it was Amanda Ripley looking for her mom. No idea mm-hmm. where she was, but she had pieces. OK, here's this. And that where it comes into where you're like, OK, well, oh, look, she found this. Oh, I remember where that was from. Oh, OK, now she did this. But they got everything. I mean, that game had the company was involved. There was outside entities involved. There was I mean, I can remember it. I should say. Spoiler word before I say this for anybody out there who's never played the game, but like, you know, I can remember playing that game for the first time and I thought, oh, okay, this is, it's just going to be a story of her trying to get through all these levels and hide and stuff. And then if you went all the way through and got the ending, it completely went in a different direction. Yeah, at the time, you had no idea. And yep. you thought, oh, everybody's like, oh, it's just, it's going to suck. It's only going to be her against one alien and the whole nine yards. And then you get towards the end of the game and you start seeing things and you're like, wait a minute, like this yeah. is total left field. Yep. And I just, I think if you want to pay homage to Ripley, but you don't want to tell a story about Ripley, you bring her daughter in and you make that your new expansion Mm -hmm. um the search for her mother the answers to where she's at i mean disney could kill that if they did something on that like the the i'm 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 setting out i mean it basically would be like it'd be like the the new the what are they the sequels now the sequels to the star wars yeah you know where you had your characters who didn't know who they were didn't know you know i'm you know you wait till the end and stuff like that so that might be the way you pay homage to Ripley, you keep her involved, but at the same time, you're an arm length away. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, that's that, that game for me, that game will never get its full, its full justice was just yeah. an absolute, just an incredible game. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Absolutely. Fantastic game. I think, uh, isolation is a good place to end this. And you guys have anything that I'm forgetting to talk about before we, uh, close out. No, I think uh, I think we touched on I don't, everything. I don't think there's any recent yeah. other recent news besides yeah, fire about, team stuff. And yeah, we're about an um, hour ish, which is perfect anyway. Yeah. Uh, no, man, I'm. I think we're set. Right. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. Like I, said, I, I appreciate you guys. Um, you know, like I said, I've been a little crazy with the the family and and the the oh, you know, good. recording and stuff. But excited to finally this, have you on again. Hey, man, this yeah. was. I'm I'm very cool. This is a a very um, close to my heart uh, subject and character. And you know, I've said this before and stuff. I mean, I basically grew up with her as like a mother figure when it came to movies. So um, to you two both, I just want to say I thank you very much for uh, allowing me to blab um, on and on and on and on. <laughs> so, thank you very much. I I know. Happy I'm to very, have you on. I know. Grateful, yeah. Always grateful for you guys. More. I'm grateful for Michael and I know he wasn't on tonight, but I'm grateful for the opportunity um, that you guys have to, to let me vent. So thank you very much. Yeah, man. It's been awesome having you back on. Just be on more. You son of a bitch. (laughs) 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 Well, speaking of things that are near and dear to my heart, because I'm a twisted motherfucker. (laughs) Next episode, part three to end this trilogy will be about the creatures. That's my connection. Yes. 
<laughs> so, uh, oh snap! Looking forward to that one. Yeah, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Very but, cool. You know, follow us on Twitter as you know, Morphing Four Two Six. Join our inactive, active, sort of exciting, but it's there. Facebook group behind mine. <laughs> uh, the Facebook page is probably the where we have the most activity and the most fun. Uh, you know, the Xenomorphing Facebook page. Uh, subscribe to us on everything. Um, check out, of course, Perfect Organism Podcast, um, Studio Utani, AVP Galaxy. Come have fun, interact, and uh, stay frosty. Have a good night, everybody. Yeah, thanks, everybody. See you guys. Thank you. <laughs>